0: And it's gotta be. Project. That's the only thing that's soothing my soul. Turn on the TV to power now I, gotta, now. I
1: gotta do this all again. It was live, it was fresh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the color commentary. That's not how Blade <laughs> does it, is it? Wait. How does Blade do it? I don't know. It looks, it looks funny when I do it. <laughs> this is uh, in tribute of Black History Month uh, for the four weeks that we will be doing our show. We're actually going to be uh, doing a tribute to the, some of the greatest uh, black superheroes that are out there. I hope that you guys will enjoy uh, us talking about them. So as we get started here, make sure you press that like button and also make sure that you subscribe to us. This week we're going to be talking about Blade. Next week we're gonna be talking about Spawn, and in the third week of February we're gonna be talking about Black Panther. And we're not gonna just be talking about it; we're actually gonna be on the scene, live at um, Frank's Cine at a party that is done by K F H E Z. Boom, boom, got them letters right, son. Didn't have dyslexia at all. We're gonna be there. Uh, live at a, a very special event where we're all going to be dressing our Black Panther. Our tiger. I'm going to let Charlie Taylor talk about that a little bit more, but it's going to be fantastic. And then the fourth week is going to be awesome. You guys are going to have the opportunity to choose which one we're going to do. Are we going to do Blank Man or are we going to do Hancock? It's up to you guys, so make sure you let us know in your comments which one you want. We'll add you to our voting. Also, make sure you check us out on Facebook in the Color Commentary group. Let's get moving here. Let's go ahead and introduce Mr. Charlie Taylor. He- Not too much, man. Just excited,
0: getting ready for this Black Panther party. Black Panther behind me. So, um excited, definitely excited for that. So, I'm just, you know, just ready to talk about Blade. I, I haven't seen it in a while, so I watched it the other night. So I can't wait to talk about it. But we do have a big party coming up on the 16th of February. So if you want to go see Black Panther, Red Carpet Experience, (laughs) food, drink, bowling, after after show event, come come join us at Frank Cinevall up in Cary. If you want to just take a look on Facebook, we have a public page uh, It's called Black Panther African Attire. So just go ahead and take a look at that, and we'll see you there.
1: <laughs> As you can see that uh Charlie and I are both wearing our full black here in honor of um uh, Blade and Mr. Uh Danny J. Quick there is rocking Pokemon because he already told us what'd you tell us there, Danny J. Quick.
2: No, it's because Pikachu is the blade of Pokemon. That's how it goes. He's the originator. <laughs> He's the originator. And you know, he helped out everything that came, everything that happened with Pokemon. After that was because of Pikachu. He is the Blade of Pokemon.
0: Pikachu! There you go. Pika, Pika!
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Enough said. And of course, I'm Rashad Waters, owner of Block Band Music and publishing a company that sells music and instruments to march bands across the nation. That's why I've got a trumpet behind me, although I play trombone. Anyway, let's rock it out. First of all, let's talk about the importance of this movie, Blade. It was almost no doubt that when we were talking about movies for Black History Month that we were going to be talking about about, well, if we talk about superheroes, we're going to be talking about Blade. Let's talk about the importance of this movie. Um, Blade is a character from 1973. The movie came out in 1998, starring Wesley, Frank, uh, Wesley Franks and also Wesley Snipes as well. Hashtag Wesley Franks. Um, this was Marvel's very first success. Um, his The only previous other movie that went out to a big major audience was Howard the Duck. I liked Howard the Duck, but overall, Howard the Duck was a fail. Other than that, all the movies that they did before that were like TV movies like Spider-Man on TV, Hulk on TV, or straight-to-video like Captain America where he stole somebody's car. Check it out. It happened. Blade opened the door for X-Men to come out two years later. It It also proved... That you didn't have to be a major character like Spider-Man or from the DC Universe, Batman and Superman to be successful. Uh, to me, this opened the, the door not only to just sci-fi movies or comic book movies in general, but also specifically movies like Iron Man, which were more minor characters. You never really saw Iron Man that much on, on stuff before. But I think Blade proved that you didn't have to be a major character to do that. Blade was actually an almost unknown character. I only know about Blade because I used to collect a book called Marvel Universe, which is basically an encyclopedia for Marvel characters, and I knew about Blade. Other than that, I'm I'm surprised they made a movie out of him, but I'm so glad they did. Um, They also proved that a superhero movie with a black lead could be successful, although that was later forgotten about, I guess, but they definitely proved that. Um, here's another interesting uh, cam- uh, interesting fact here. This would have actually been Stan Lee's very first cameo. They decided not to do it. Um, there's a scene very at the very beginning where um, Wesley Snipes basically just executes a whole team of, of vampires, and then the police come in, and Stan Lee was going to be one of those cops. Can we imagine Stan Lee in Blade?
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's an interesting fact. I did not know that. I did not know that, yeah. that either. You just would have stepped outside the movie for just one second.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine him like delivering, you know, <laughs> delivering the the UPS to their factory? You know, I'm looking for, you know, Mr. Stank. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: Delighting. cut his so, uh, head off or something.
1: Uh, you know, so yeah, he would have been killed. <laughs> so, Danny, uh, talk to me a little bit about the importance of this movie.
2: Um, man, uh, this movie was extremely important. I don't think, people know, you know, the, the the impact that it did have. And they didn't even know at the time, you know, um, I think just the, all of the things that you said, it opened the door for lesson on characters. I don't think the Marvel universe would have been what it is today. If it had not been for the success of, of blade. Um, they didn't even know, you know, when they were, when they were putting it out that it was going to be that successful. They didn't know that, um, you know, they didn't know the impact at the time. And here we are, how many years later talking about it as like the foundation of everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black, black Panther is about to come out and, you know, you see all these memes online about, Oh, people, people think this is the first black, you know, superhero film. They forget about blade, but you know, blade was dope, but it's not what black Panther is. It's not, it just, it just isn't. There's something different around this movie and um the, the cultural influences, the, you know, the, the predominantly African-American cast or African or African-American cast. It's just something different. So um, I think Blade was very important, but not intentionally important. This movie is intentionally important. This Black Panther movie is intentionally important.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Wesley Snipes, uh, They I don't think they set out in order to Make such a difference like that? They'll say, "Oh, you know, we can prove that a black superhero can do it." But they just had such a valuable commodity at the time, who was Wesley Snipes, and they made they make a killing off of him. Here's the interesting thing: not only Wesley Snipes, according to one source, was one of only three people that was considered, which would have been obviously at that time, zumble's no doubt who it would have been: Wesley Snipes, Denzel Washington, and Lawrence Fishburne. However, Marvel had been working on the script for it since like 1992. And they had in mind L O
0: coo
1: Right. Cutting Right, is that yeah, is, <laughs> This is during the Mama said knock you out, you know, time. So he probably would have been rapping in the middle of that.
0: <laughs> Mama said knock you out
1: <laughs> Mr. Charlie Taylor, what do you think about the importance of this movie, man?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely second what you guys uh, you know we're talking about. That's it. It definitely was a big impact in the Marvel universe. I didn't really think about it until you know, kind of watching it, watching the other night. It's like, wow, would would Marvel even been what it is without this movie to kind of just pioneer everything to make sure everybody knew it's okay to put these type of movies out. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, I I definitely see the importance. I, I and I mean, Marvel's. <laughs> banking dough off of off of that off of the, the success blade has you know they've been building a freaking empire you know out of that now people can't get enough of comic book movies mm-hmm. um at least the marvel the marvel movies um right now so you know it's, it was definitely a pillar it was definitely a pillar i i, I don't think it was necessarily like Tori was saying post to directly affect the african-american side but it was just supposed to be a good movie like a kind of a horror gory action movie um and that's what that's what they set out to to put on the screen i think they did a good job with it because you know watching it watching it last night i will get into it but yeah it, it's definitely gory i forgot how gory blade is <laughs> wow <laughs> Like, this is radar. I know this is radar. <laughs> so, oh yeah, and it, and also it pioneered, you know, to have a rated R movie, uh comic book movie. You know, like for Deadpool, because I know a lot of people say Deadpool was like the first one, but no, Blade, it was rated R. It had, yeah. you
1: know,
0: it was for adults, not for children. So, you know. <laughs>
1: for children. one of the things, as we transition into the part where we talk about what we liked about the movie. Um, this movie also pioneered comic book movies being serious. I think there was a, a big problem in Hollywood at the time where they're like, oh, this is a comic, comic book movie. It has to be silly. Marvel movies are funny, but they're not silly. Not, not any of them are silly. Even Batman's is not silly. It's funny. There's a difference. If you go back and watch the Batman movies, even the first one, I, which I did watch because they're all over Netflix, they're silly (laughs) like they just it's just dumb stuff that happens you know so and that's how comic book movies were you had a Punisher movie I I, I think it came out before Blade I'm I'm not sure but whenever it came out all the Punisher movies were just dumb and silly and that's not how you should do the Punisher the Blade came out Blade came out and they said yeah this is serious this is real war type of stuff right here it's just a comic book character so Mr. Charlie Taylor back to you man what did you like about this movie
0: I enjoy the hand to hand combat you know seeing somebody that can actually fight, not necessarily they had to cut the screen and like you barely see who it is, and they're they're doing moves and it's dark and shadow, but you can't tell if that's really doing fight like you can tell he was fighting it's like the right. snipe knows how to fight he knows how to flip, he knows how to kick he's killing the killing the vampires with the swords I'm like okay this I can roll with this dude this this is why I like blade in the beginning, just you know he puts it he puts in work takes care of the bad guys you don't you don't need to you know elaborate on everything the vampires are bad he kills the vampires saves the world you know that's what he does it's pretty simple um, also I like the pace I like the pace of the movie it was um it didn't get too it kept it kept it it started fast it had a little you know a time where they kind of explain who he was and you know how he became a vampire and everything. Uh, well, not vampire, but how he became Blade, um, and what that purpose was, and how the vampires lived among humans all these years. So it, it kind of it briefly lets you kind of see that side of things, but then it got you right back into the race again. With okay, I gotta go fight these other people and kill these, kill this other club of vampires, and go work my way up to the boss guy. So I, I like how that, how the pace of it went, um, with it being rated R. And it being a vampire movie i I didn't mind the gore i, I kind of it made it it kind of remind me like the Wolverine movie like I wanted to see Wolverine actually physically like he has claws he's killing people with claws should be some blood somewhere so seeing how how real they made the gore was uh it, it worked out for the movie I enjoyed that mm-hmm. um see and yeah that's about that's about my likes I would say those are my my top likes about the movie.
1: Charlie, you got. Wait, hold on a second. Is that notes you got over there? Notes. You got notes, man. What? A <laughs> couple, couple of little points. A
0: couple of little points. I brought some notes this time. Notes.
1: Is it is it, a, is it on the computer or on paper? It's on paper. Okay. It's,
0: what? Use
1: my you hand. PowerPoint <laughs> presentation. I thought you had the words <laughs> popping up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I liked. How that? <laughs> uh, Daddy, what did you like about this movie?
2: Nothing, man. It was awful. Now I'm just playing. I liked um Right. I so, thank you for watching. His, just, just, his, his, just his attitude, <laughs> man. Uh, just his attitude <laughs> as Blade was like the most dope thing. Like, even watching it this past week, I was like, this dude is like, he's serious. He. He was, uh, he was Wesley Snipes all the way. I think one of his first lines were when the cops came in and, and were shooting at him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just stood there and let the bullets hit him. He was like, MF, have you lost your d mind? And like, <laughs>
0: this dude was like,
2: he was, he, he was the man for real. So, uh, I really, I really liked it. And, uh, his relationship with Whistler was dope too. I liked how, you know, they really trusted each other. And I mean, you know, you know what happened to Whistler. So, Uh, (laughs) um, but oh, I also like that he, he kind of was like a detective too. You know, during the movie, you know, Whistler, you know, it was kind of like a Batman Alfred situation going on. He would find the information and then the Daywalker would go out and he like interrogated the fat, the big, uh, like the Jabba, the Hutt, uh, vampire
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: hit him with the UV thing, was torturing him. Like he was serious. He, He, you know, he went out to get his information. So I like, you know, it was something that I had never seen at the time, and like, really, uh, something that you, you know, haven't seen since. Even with the second and third movies, it wasn't wasn't the same as Blade One, the original mm-hmm. Blade. It was it was that good stuff. Nice. What about you,
1: Chad? As far as the thing, uh, as far as the things that I like, man, it was so much that I like about the movie, like. I haven't watched it in years and years and years, but going back and actually studying it and preparing for the show, I didn't realize there were so many things that I would like about this movie. Um I like that iconic big smile that he has, like he's so serious and he, you know, does that big smile. It just reminded me of my martial arts instructor back in the day. Don't let the fat cheeks fool you, you know. There used to be some martial arts going on over here. But let me tell you, when I used to fight my instructor, uh Freddie McNeil, if he smiled at you... He's about to get your butt kicked. <laughs> he's like he just with this big smile, you're like, "Oh God, it's about to hurt." <laughs> um, I love his costume. Um, the all black leather with the black bulletproof armor. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was a great look. Um, I love the blackness of it. Really specifically, the African Americanness of it. Like when he sees like the brother when he's about to get, he's getting the medicine from him. He's like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's <laughs> he's cool, man. Or um when he uh when he's talking to the familiar cop and he like pushes him off and he like puts his finger on his head <laughs> Yes. He
0: was savage with
1: that. <laughs> yes, and look, it's savage, still. um and uh Danny mentioned one of the things that I'm gonna bring back uh, come back to that later. But also <laughs> when um he sliced um um Frost, he sliced that mug, and it's like, you know, and then he turned back <laughs> around, he's like,
0: Wait, what the? <laughs> 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 that killed yeah. me, guys. That killed me. Man,
1: you should be I dead, man. man. That's crazy, man. And uh, all the fight scenes were awesome. There was only one thing that was kind of dumb. I'll go ahead and say it now. When the, when they were, like, him and the other guy was, like, throwing kicks back and forth at for each other like that, Okay, as a former martial artist, that's dumb. That is not how that happens <laughs> whatsoever. That was like some batman cinematography photography there. But other than that, every other action scene was awesome. How he threw drew a, um, a circle in front of himself during that first scene. Like, I challenge you to come in here. The whole final scene with the sword in the wall and him kicking the serum. Like, all of that. All of that stuff was just, the action was, was bar none, man. Um. I love, try not to go too long here, but I loved uh, Karen's character. She doesn't really get enough love, I think, um, mm-hmm. because her arc, she started out when her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend was getting killed. She just stares in disbelief. She can't even move like, dang, you know, but now when she gets to the end of the movie, she is um, she's number one, able to fight off that same guy, the vampiric ex. She's able to save Blade herself she sacrifices herself for him you know to bring to to come back she developed the formula that saved everyone if it wasn't for blade I mean, if it wasn't for her for Karen blade would have lost like there's no doubt you know here's the other thing you gotta remember frost knew everything about blade he said that like two times like I know everything about you blade oh you got your little serum in your McDonald's cup here (laughs) haha You know, and Blade is like, Why don't you drink some? I didn't even catch it. I didn't even catch that he that he didn't bring his serum, he brought her stuff. You know, and so if she hadn't made that, they would have lost. So she does as we were going through looking for movies, I was kinda disappointed that there's really no real superhero um black female superhero movies. Like there's none other than Catwoman. And that just was not gonna happen. So let me just take a moment to give props to Karen for coming through as a strong black woman that she was. And last thing. yes, Props to you, Karen. I wish you could have had a career. (laughs) (laughs) And, and last thing, like, uh, like my man said, the classic, look, are you crazy? Are you out of your bra? That was like the only time he broke character. Like he was so serious the whole time. But when he said that, And when the cops just ran, (laughs) that was great, man. That was great. All right. Let's get on here. I know you guys, people are tired of looking at our faces. Antoine, you tired of looking at our face? Ha ha! Look at my face! All right. Here we go. Um, Danny, what didn't you like about the movie? Was there anything you didn't like?
2: Hmm. Let me think. No, there wasn't anything that I didn't like. Nothing that stood out enough for me to say that I didn't like it. It was really, uh, really solid. Even twenty years later, it's still a solid movie. The, um, like the, you know, the CGI of course looks a little dated, but for it to be twenty years old, it still holds up, man. I, it, it's just a good, solid film, and I see why it stands. You know, it stands the test of time. So, I don't have any, any thumbs down. I don't have any negatives for Blade.
1: Okay, so you just gonna leave it up to me and Charlie. Yeah. Terrible. You just go. Leave- well. Or we forgot. We got to make sure we put up on the screen. Danny is the guy that likes everything.
0: <laughs> like everything.
1: <laughs> Charlie Taylor, is there anything you didn't like about the movie?
0: I guess the only things that I, I guess I didn't really care for, um, it was just one particular part with the car, when he was chasing the, the uh, cop with the car. Just the way they had that speed and they were just flying around. I was like, I don't know, when I looked at it, I was like, that's kind of corny to me. It's like, what? Like, they're not driving that fast. It's not like it's a car chase. It's like, it's just, I don't know. I guess they were trying to edit to make it seem like it was like scary, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. It kind of came across a little corny to me other than, you know, the CG, you mean, it's 97. So I mean, we didn't even have, we had like big box computers and (laughs) so I mean, for, for that, that, for that, that length of time, you know, for that, that age, when it came out, I think they did okay, but uh blown the blowing up other p- the people blowing up with all the with the swallow getting swallowed up <laughs> that looked so funny to me. I just laughed so hard when I saw those people just <laughs> blow up. I'm sorry that. I I forgot how funny that those parts were. I mean it was nasty, but it was just like hilarious to it. Yeah, I saw it
2: was it. nasty. It was nasty.
0: And then the sound <laughs> effects of it. The sound effects have made it worse. <laughs> when they blew up, it just sounded horrible. I was like mm-hmm. that's that sounds <laughs> <nasty."
1: laughs> Yeah, pretty like, much yeah. I'm right with you with the same thing, man. The uh the the CGI it was some of the CGI was really bad. I mean, we got to. OK, so, yes, this is a time before we even really had cell phones for everybody. Like I had a bag phone that was like as big as this notebook <laughs> in 1998. You know what I mean? So, yeah, technology wasn't where it's was supposed to be. But keep in mind, we had already had three Star Wars movies almost a more than well over a decade ago before this movie came out, they could have done a lot better on some of the things like all the fat CGI explosions. They were over the top and they were unnecessary. It didn't have to be that way. They could have just made them. It could have made them explode more practically, but just that was just dumb. It, it took some of the seriousness of the way. Same thing with the bat skeletons. Like when they were in the, um, the big long yeah. shoes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the skeletons came out. That just looked foolish to me. Um, and yeah, you know, the it does it pales in comparison. Again, this is Marvel's very first hit. It it pales in comparison when you're looking at character depth versus some of the Marvel movies that we have now. I mean, but again, it was the very first one, you know, what can you expect? I really didn't have a lot I didn't like about it. I did have some things that that didn't make no sense. I had a couple of those, like Blade throwing the girl out the building and her surviving. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I don't know what she yeah, going to with her blade keep her soft
1: right, exactly, like, oh, my shoulder is disconnected, now, like, no, your neck was disconnected, you know, um <laughs> also like <laughs> they kidnapped her, right, and then they they put they left her in the room with all the weapons, I mean, all the she doesn't know who they are think of she just could have put up a gun and just taken them all out that'd have been the end of blade, or she could have picked up the sword that sliced her hand off. Like maybe you would have locked a room or maybe moved the sword. It just doesn't seem like a good idea for her to be messing with the sword that's going to take your hand off. Like, oh,
2: Vampires you with
1: the sword that takes your hand off. The smartest
2: people in the, in the universe, though.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Bringing her to the battle in the first place. Like, no, like after you used her in order to find that dude, like take her home. Take her back to Whistler. What are you doing taking her in the battle? You've got no experience you teaching her how to use a
2: gun on the way.
1: <laughs> like that doesn't make no sense.
2: She earned her place, man. She did enough work. She did. Right. Yeah, she didn't that, seem like yeah. she was about, about to stay home anyway. Right. Yeah. She Basically the premise of that whole scene was
1: like, yeah, she seems cool. Yeah. She's yeah. all right. <laughs> then here's one thing I learned from you. Uh, I appreciate this. I've been thinking about it a lot. You said that in storytelling or in writing, don't show it unless you're going to use it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, this was the opposite of this. At the end, Frost had a sword. I don't remember him having a sword. I don't remember him doing anything with a sword. The only sword was Blade Sword. So, where did this sword come from? To me, it should have been the opposite of, of what you said. If you're going to make him sword fighting with Blade, such a big and iconic part of the movie. Then at some point we should have seen him chopping off something or doing something. Maybe I missed that, but from a storytelling per- perspective, I think that was missed. I think the reason for that though was that scene was actually added later. When Blade first came out, when they did test screenings for it, it tested very, very poorly, and so they added a lot of things and they changed the movie quite a bit. And the sword fight was one of the things that they added to it. Didn't you have the a last sword- thing
2: earlier in the scene? Uh, he was acting like he was gonna cut the guy's arm off. He was like, Hold your arm out or something like that. I don't know. That was I can't that remember. was blade sword. Like that? Oh, that was blade, that,
1: sword. That was blade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything that was done with a sword was blade sword. Mm. And the last thing, this wasn't a don't make no sense moment, but I just kinda wanna know, like, how did Sanea Sanaya Latham feel with her fine tail look? I mean, I mean <clears throat> Let me get the glasses ready it's a family show yes speaking of families how did she feel about being so close to her son like that like you know it's not yeah. really her son, but how did they do that like oh we're gonna have you get real close to Wesley snipes she's like oh really I'm feeling that I'm trying to get close to Wesley yeah like I want you to get real close to him and like rub his cheek and you know put your hand on his chest oh yeah I'm doing that and he's your son he's like
2: you no, know, vampires don't care
1: about that stuff though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I just wonder I wonder how she felt. I'm not saying it's not a that'll make no sense moment. In the con- in no. the character of the movie, it made sense. Also, I didn't mention the fact that I really liked the fact that that twist that his mom was still alive and that um frost was kinda oh, like technically yeah. his dad in a way. I thought
2: that was cool. But I just I wonder like how thing. she felt about it. I didn't it. like that at all. You didn't like something? Yeah. That was the that was the one thing that I didn't like. That's the one thing that didn't make sense to me. I was like, So his mom been around this whole time and he ain't even no no reason for that. They live in the same city.
1: <laughs> I mean all he had was a driver's license, you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that don't mean nothing. <laughs> but uh Overall, I think we're all in agreement. There wasn't that. There was a few of those. But overall, the positives very much outweigh the negatives for this movie. I think we're all in agreement with that. Definitely. So um, Agreed. you guys should definitely go see Blade. I think it work, works even better if you go see Blade this month as you are preparing to go see Black Panther. I think it just put really puts you in the mood of where we've come from and where we're going to go. Let's get on out of here. Uh Parting shots there, Mr. Danny J. Quick. Oh, you got uh Mr. You got another
2: character coming out. That's right. You know King Supreme is coming. I wish I had my crown. My my son, he was wearing it and he lost it, but I was gonna wear my crown today. But you know, we got King Supreme coming out soon. So uh yes, Rashad is holding up the picture. That's uh um King Supreme. We're doing a, a graphic novel with that. So check it out. But until next time, stay vigilant, my friends. Stay King Supreme.
1: <laughs> this that is something you can order from Burger King. He is a character, okay, <laughs> with awesome powers. Oh, really Mister Charlie Taylor, what you got going? Party shots here, man.
0: Ah, oh, man, um, we got a lot going on here at KFH Party Easy. I want to make sure that, that was said correctly, but yeah, like I said earlier, we have a major event. It's going down, people. Black Panther. Royalty, red carpet, is going down. So we're going to be at Cinnabon, uh Frank Bowl up in Cary. We're going to be in our African attire. We're going to be dressed to impress. We're going to have a great time. when we live at the event and after the show, and then we're going to hit up the VIP bowling experience just to hang out for the rest of the night. But if you guys are in town or in North Carolina, in Cary area, come on through. Uh, let us know. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, KFH Party Easy. And also uh, the Butt Panther Party look of that on Facebook as well. So, other than that, I look forward to seeing you guys. Take care.
1: And if you guys haven't noticed, the Color Commentary Crew, we come together, we split apart and come together like the Avengers, man. So, we got the whole Color Commentary show, but we also got a subsidiary shows. So, you guys make sure that you check out uh, Danny Does Discovery, where he tells you everything about. Discover Start and track Michael. Track Michael. Now. Michael is the is the woman that's in charge. Maybe if you watch the show, he will explain to you why her name is Michael. That's my that's my um that's my <laughs> task for you, Daddy. In the next episode, is to please explain why her name is Michael
2: because she also, was named, be on, like, she was. It was the name that was given to her. That's boom. all the name you need. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: explosions right there man also a shout out to all of our subscribers particularly ones that are commenting on that show make sure to look out for uh... chilling with chuck that's going to be coming uh... very very shortly here charlie is planning that party uh... but after the uh, excuse me the event is over make sure to look out for that and you can also look out for rashad's review where i talk about movies that you just don't have time to watch but this is color commentary. Make sure you give us a like. And also remember that if you want to survive, you gotta subscribe. Thank you again for watching. Color commentary views from a different side. Peace. And it's gotta be project. That's the yeah. only thing that's soothing my soul.
0: Turn on the TV to